You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform society. Hello, you're welcome again to Taking Territories. And we're starting a new series today. We call it Grounded, Being Rooted and Grounded in Christ. And uh, I'm bringing the Word of God to you today with much excitement because of what the Word of God has done in our lives over the years. I want you to get ready because I believe that God is going to do great things in your life through the ministry of the Word by the power of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so now I want us to look at uh, St. Luke's Gospel, chapter nine, um, chapter 7. Let's start from there. Look at St. Luke's Gospel, chapter 7, verse 46. And I'll read, he says, But why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not the things that I say? Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood arose, and the, the stream beat vehemently against the house, it could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream beat vehemently and immediately it fell and the ruin of the house was great. I want to read the same account in the book of Matthew. In Matthew uh, we find out that Matthew is giving us the same account, but it's, it's, it's slightly different in Matthew, um, in, in Matthew chapter 7. And I'll read verse 24, from verse 24. It says, Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock. He says, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. Hallelujah. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand, and the rain descended, the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on the house, and it fell, and great was its fall. All right, Jesus is giving us some significant wisdom here. You know, if your life is going to be rooted, if your life is going to be grounded in Christ, we need to be rooted, we need to be grounded. Why? Because, you know, we're living in an age, we're living in a time where things are being shaken. You know, the, the world is going through a lot, of, a lot of uncertainty. The world that we're living in is going through a lot of uncertainty. And I'm telling you, there's more to come. There is more to come. And uh, the only place where you will find security is in Christ. Is in Christ. In Christ, 
That is where you will find the security that you need, the stability, the safety that, that, that you need. So, and that's why we need to pay attention. We need to build. We need to build our lives and we need to be well grounded. Well grounded in the Lord, in Christ. Hallelujah. So, uh, you see here that uh, one of the things that you observe in these two accounts, um, Matthew tells us, you know, he adds the word wisdom there. Uh, the, the one who uh, listens, hears the words of Jesus and does them is likened to a wise man. In other words, it is wise for you to apply the word of God in your life. It is not wise just for you to hear and not apply. It is not wise for you to just hear and say, wow, that sounds nice. You know, that does not help you until you begin to do what the word says. We are living in a time that things are shaking. You know, things are shaking. I remember what Jesus said to his disciples in a in John chapter 16. In John chapter 16, Jesus was preparing them for, for when he would be leaving. Alright? He was preparing them. And he made a statement there which I would like to read. He says, these things I have spoken to you that you should not be made to stumble. Okay? Verse 2 he says, they will put you out of the synagogues. Yes. <laughs> and the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God a service. They will kill you in the name of God. That's what Jesus was saying. And he says, these things they will do to you because they have not known the Father nor me. Alright? And then he says, but these things I have told you that when the times come, you may remember that I told them to you. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning because I was with you. In other words, I'm about to leave. So uh, you need to be aware of some of the realities you're going to face in, uh, after my departure. And that's why he gave the Holy Spirit. Uh, he gave the Holy Spirit to, to us. To help us in such times. And if you look at chapter 14 verse 1 of John as well. He said let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. In other words there are things you will face. There are things you are going to go through. That will cause your heart to be troubled. There are things you will go through. There are things you will face in life that will rattle you. There are things you will face in life that will, 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 will shake your conviction. They will shake your faith. There are things that you will, you will face in life. Um, to use Paul's words, he says, perilous times. Paul calls it perilous times. These are the times we're living in. So it's a time for us to, to, um, to be well grounded in the Lord. Alright, when I talk about being grounded, I'm not talking about the new age concept of being grounded 
and connecting with nature and all of that. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about being grounded in Christ. In Christ. So, in, 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 in Luke, St. Luke's Gospel, Jesus said that that person who does the Word of God, who listens, hears the Word, and applies the Word, he says, I will liken him to a man building his house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. So you see, there is digging. Um, if you are going to, if you are going to be rooted and grounded in Christ, there is need for some digging. There is need for some digging. Digging deep down. Deep down. And you know very well, um, if you, uh, if you have been, um, if you are aware of the construction industry, when a house is going to be built, depending on how high the house is going to be, they is, there's going to, they, they're going to dig deep down, deep down. I remember one time, there was a construction that was going, going on, not too far from where we lived, and these guys, they just kept digging and digging and digging. And I'm like, for, 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 for so long they were digging. I'm like, what is going on here? We didn't know what was going on. We just saw, you know, um, uh, construction vehicles moving in. And, you know, there's so much happening day and night. They're digging, 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 digging. And eventually, when they started building, we saw that it was a very tall building they were building. Why did it take so long? They invested so much on the foundation. A lot of effort, a lot of energy, a lot of resources. A lot has been put in, put in a lot of, a lot of concrete, you know, uh, and so on. Just digging, digging, digging. And I want to say to you, child of God, you need to dig deep down. This is the time for you to go back to your foundation and begin to reinforce your foundation. It's not a time to be fearful. It's a time to be strong. It's a time to be strong in the Lord. Why? Because if you are rooted, if you are grounded, you don't need to be scared of what will come. Okay? You don't need to be scared of what will come. Why? Because you have what it takes. You will have what it takes to face whatever it is. So we see here that there are two, two buildings that are contrasted according to Matthew. Um, there is the one that was uh, the wise man built his house on the rock and then the other one built his house on the sand and you know what both houses face the same situations they face the same crisis the same the same um, storms came to those houses let me read it again Matthew 7 it says in verse 25 it says the rain descended and the floods came and the winds blew. So you see that the rain came. So 
there are things that are going to be rained down upon the earth, upon humanity. Uh, they will be rained upon us. And it does not matter what you believe, you cannot stop the rain. You cannot stop the rain. Your faith will not stop this particular rain that is coming. It's coming and it's going to be on all the houses. And the house here is symbolic, is, is symbolic of our lives. It's symbolic of our lives. So there are things you will face in life. There are things that you will face in life. The rain will descend on your life. Okay? The, the floods will descend on your life. And not only that, it says the winds will also descend on your life. So there are rains that will come. Rain could speak of different things. The rain could even speak of good things. Because good things can come as well. But yeah, yeah um, uh, in the Bible, rain usually, um, many times you find that because they, these guys, they lived in an agricultural economy um, Rain is very significant to them. And so whenever they talk of rain, it's usually a good thing. Right? Rain. So let's say that the rain, let's say that the rain symbolizes blessings, good things. Rain is what enables our crop to grow. Alright? To grow so that we can have food to eat. So the rain is going to come. But you know that the blessing, there are people who cannot handle certain level of blessing in their lives. There are certain blessings that I've seen have taken people away from God. Why? They, they, they were not rooted and grounded. They were not rooted and grounded. So when the rain came, they could not stand. They could not continue. Um, in their, in their walk with God. They could not continue in their faith. So um, even the good things that God is going to release. If your uh, foundation is not strong. If you are not well rooted. It can take you away. The rain can take you away. Alright. Then he talks about the flood. The flood also, this has to do with rain that is out of control, right? Yes, the floods came, too much of it. And the flood can also speak of destruction. Floods come to destroy. Floods come to, um, to, 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 to wipe out, to wipe out things. And so when destruction comes... When destruction that is common to humanity comes, if you are not well rooted and grounded in Christ, it's going to blow you away. It's going to blow you away. So take time. Take time to um, establish yourself in, in, um, in Christ. Hallelujah. Yes. So then also it talks about the winds blew. The winds will come. So rain is coming. Floods are coming. And the winds are coming. Right now we have so many winds blowing. So many winds. Winds of doctrine are blowing. Winds of 
doctrine are blowing, you know, and, and many people are being swayed here and there. Why? Because they are not solid. They are not rooted and grounded. Now, whenever there is, whenever there is a flood, whenever there is rain, when there's strong winds blowing, you know what? The trees that are well rooted are not worried about the storm. They are not worried about um, the rain. They're not worried. Why? They are well rooted. The houses that are well built, well founded, they don't bother. Why? The winds will blow and then the winds will go. The house will remain standing. Okay? So Jesus is telling us that that's, this is how he's likening this to the lives of people. The lives of people who hear his word and obey his word. They are going to be likened to the wise man. The wise man that built his house on the rock. And the rock, we know the rock speaks of Jesus Christ himself. He is the rock of ages. Hallelujah. He is the rock that followed them in the wilderness. He is the rock. He is the rock. So it is important that we build our lives. Pay attention. Instead of paying more attention to the news media. Pay attention to the state of your foundation. Pay attention, how rooted are you? Are you on the surface or are you deep down? Have you dug deep down to plant, to build? Yes, this is important. You need to have a solid foundation. You need to be well rooted because we are living in a time, in a time that Many people's faith will fail them. Many people are going to compromise their faith. Why? Because they are not rooted and grounded in Christ. So we want to be people that are rooted and grounded. If you are rooted and grounded, you see, this, the, the, the wise man that built his house on the rock, his house was able to outlast the rain. His house was able to outlast the flood. His house was able to outlast the winds. So one of the ways you will know people who are not well grounded and rooted is that when things come, they get they are not able to outlast those things. They are not able to outlast those situations. So, we want to be people who can outlast no matter what. Whatever comes. So that even Satan shoots his best shot. You will still be standing. Yes. I remember the song by Israel Hudson. He says, I'm still standing, but by the grace of God, I'm still standing. 
So it doesn't matter what comes. I'm still standing. If you are well rooted and grounded. Doesn't matter what you face. What you face will never phase you out. <laughs> Hallelujah. You will remain standing. And I want you to be one of those that will outlast whatever. Whatever the enemy will bring. You will outlast whatever situation. You will outlast whatever the earth goes through. You will outlast. Yes. God has given us the wherewithal to endure whatever situation. To go through, to face whatever. I am surprised at how many times Christians are so quick, so quick to give up. So quick to throw in the towel. That is not part of God's plan for you. He says, having done all to stand, stand therefore. No matter what, keep standing. Keep standing. Why? God has given you what it takes to keep standing. He's given you what it takes to remain on top. So, it doesn't matter what the enemy throws. You want to keep standing. Hallelujah. Amen. I like what Luke says. Verse 48. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. The Bible says that no foundation, no other foundation can any man lay except Christ Jesus. Jesus is our foundation. He's the sure foundation. Heaven and earth will pass away. But his word will never pass away. His word will never pass away. So if you are going. If you are going to um, outlast what you are facing. Now every one of us faces challenges. Challenges are common to man. It's normal. The Bible says it. There's no temptation that has overtaken you. But such that is common to man. You see. It's common to man. But God will with the same temptation make a way of escape. And he will not allow you to be tempted more than you can bear. God inspects your foundation. He inspects your root system. He inspects it and then based on his findings... He allows, he regulates what you face based on what you, your capacity is. But guess what? If God allows it to come your way, it's because he has seen that you can handle it. Don't tell God that you cannot because you can. Hallelujah. He knows you better than you know yourself. So, get ready. Get ready to be strong. Get ready to stand. Get ready to be rooted and grounded. You need to be rooted in the word of God. You need to be rooted in the word of God. You need to be rooted in the faith. You need to be rooted in the house of God. You need to be rooted. Yeah. If you don't be, if, if you are not rooted then you cannot flourish. If you are not rooted 
you cannot endure for long. You can endure for a while, but you will not endure for long. And God is looking for people who will endure for long. And I believe you are one of those people. You are one of those people that can endure for long. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I don't know about you. But when you are. When you begin to um, apply your mind. And you begin to put effort. To solidify your foundation. To reinforce your foundation. Then God will begin to give you more grace. Begin to give you more grace. So how are we going to. How are we going to do that? We've, we've seen that is by hearing the word and obeying the word. Alright? So you need to start going back to the scriptures again. Why do you need the scriptures? If, if you are going to have enduring power, you need the word of God. Um, Bible, the, 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 the Bible says that the word of God endures forever. The word of God endures forever. First Peter chapter 1. Let me read that scripture. In First Peter chapter 1. And uh, verse 25. Peter tells us there. That the word of God. Um, the word of God endures forever. Yes. Verse 24 says. All flesh is as grass. And all the glory of man as the flower of the grass. The grass withers and its flower falls away. But the word of the Lord endures forever. Can you see the contrast there? The word of the Lord. Yes. Flesh. All flesh is as grass. How long does grass last? Not long. Yes. It doesn't last long. What about flowers? How long do they last? Not long. But the word of God, the word of God endures forever. The word of God will endure any situation. There's nothing that can break the word of God. So when you start building your life on the word of God more and more and more, guess what? You're bringing stability into your life. You're bringing stability in your life into your life. So you spend time reading your Bible. You spend time meditating on the Bible, on the Word of God. And also spend time doing the Word of God. Okay? That's what brings stability. That's what's going to bring stability to your life. It's going to help you. If the Word endures forever and you build your life on it, guess what? You're also going to endure. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yes. You will outlast Whatever the storm is, whatever, whatever the enemy brings, you will outlast that. So that's the benefit of, of uh, uh, building on the word of God. Building on the word of God. What else can you do to build, to, 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 to have a solid foundation? I want you to know uh, Psalm one. 125 verse 1 he says they that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion they that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion they shall not be moved but abide forever 
So your trust, you need to work on your trust in God. You need to work on your trust in God. They that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion. You know why the mountains are still there? You know why the mountains are still there? Because God planted the mountains. He, 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 he established them. And the Mount Zion is still there. Mm. He says it's a, a buy forever. They that trust in the Lord will be immovable. So it doesn't matter what comes against the mountain. The mountain is still there standing. Isn't that amazing? So that's how your life is supposed to be. You need to put your trust. Begin to put your trust in God. Put your trust more in God than in any other thing. Put your trust in God more than in the economy. Put your trust in God more than in your job. Put your trust in God more than in your ability. They that trust in the Lord shall be like Mount Zion. They shall abide forever. They shall not be moved. Hallelujah. You will not be moved if you will build your trust in God. Strengthen your trust in God. That's how to be well grounded in Christ. Your trust is important. Hallelujah. I want to show you another scripture. Let's look at the book of Hebrews. You see our father Abraham. Our father Abraham d demonstrated tremendous trust in God. There are several, uh, there are several accounts, several instances in the scriptures that show us the exemplary life that he lived you know he lived uh, just, just and we can learn from that now Hebrews I want to read from Hebrews chapter 6 and uh, you see that in Hebrews chapter 6 um, from verse 13 he says for when God made a promise to Abraham because he could swear by no one greater he swore by himself saying surely blessing I will bless you and multiplying I will multiply you and so after he had patiently endured he obtained the promise he obtained the promise what did he endure he endured ridicule he endured um, he, he endured all the challenges you know that go with um, with with old age he endured going from place to place having a promise only and he didn't have any other thing to hold on to but he was able to develop his trust in the Lord he developed his trust in the Lord and because of that he obtained the promise all right it says so let's uh, let's let, let's 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 read on it says for men indeed swear by, by the greater and an oath for confirmation is for them the end of all dispute. Thus God determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of the promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath. That by two immutable things in which it is impossible for God to lie we might have strong consolation who have 
fled for refuge to lay hold of the hope set before us. To lay hold of the hope set before us. And he says, verse 19, this hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which enters the presence behind the veil. This hope, this hope, yes. What is hope? Uh, um, confident expectation. Trust in what God has said. It's based on the promise of God. God has spoke. God spoke and Abraham held on to that word. He continued to exercise his faith and he continued to trust God. Sarah's womb was dead. Sarah had gone past menopause. But God spoke, so he held on to that. He continued to believe the word of God. If you read Romans chapter 4, you find it there. So he continued to believe God. And that's what you need to develop. If you're going to be grounded, rooted and grounded, you need to work on your trust. Do you trust in the word of God? Or do you trust in in the circumstances do you trust in the situation do you trust in what people say more than what God is saying you need to build your trust in God this is the time for us not to build our lives on the wisdom of men but to build our lives on the word of God work on your trust your trust in the Lord if you are going to go far with God, you need to trust Him. You need to, you, need to, you, you need to be rooted. Your faith needs to go deep, 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 deep down. Deep down. Let your faith go deep. Deep in the promises of God. Deep in what God has said. Hallelujah. He has said it. He will make it good. Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. Has he said it? Yes, he will make it to come to pass. Continue to be root, rooted and grounded. Continue to work on your faith. Work on the promises. If God has shown you something, if God has spoken to you before, if God has revealed something to you, I want you to hold on to those words. There are many precious promises God has given to us in his word. Hold on to them. Hold on to them. Continue to exercise your faith. Continue to declare your confidence. Our confidence is in the Lord. Our confidence is not in, it's, it's not in man's promises. You know what? Man can make promises, but he will fail you. Man can fail you. He might tell you, I'm going to do this for you tomorrow, but he doesn't have the ability to even keep preserving himself till tomorrow to carry it out. So he can make a promise today and, and, and in the night he passes away. Alright? But God is not like that. If God makes a promise, he is able to fulfill it. So, build your faith more in the word of God. Build your faith more in the promises of God. Alright? That's why Jesus took time to establish his disciples in the word. 
He took time to establish them. He took time to ensure that the disciples, the disciples are strong in the Lord. That they are well rooted and grounded. They were not perfect people. They made many blunders. But guess what? Their faith was strong. There was a time that they faced crisis and they all ran away. But guess what? They were able to come back again and continue. And this time around, after the resurrection of Jesus, they face even more, more challenges. They face even more um, life-threatening situations. And they all, but John, got killed. They got killed uh, for their faith. And guess what? They were able to outlast persecution able to outlast persecution so I want you to be that kind of believer, I want you to be that kind of a, a disciple of, of Jesus Christ who will outlast whatever the enemy is going to bring against you doesn't matter what he brings against you, you will outlast that why? because you are well rooted and grounded in, 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 in Christ you are well grounded in the faith you are well grounded in the house of the Lord. Mm. Yes. You need, to, you need to locate yourself in the house of the Lord. And sometimes I've seen many times people go through things. Then they get shaken in their faith. They get shaken in their convictions. They get shaken in their commitments. They get shaken. Why? Because they are not well rooted or grounded. Doesn't matter what the enemy brings. I would rather trust God till I die than to surrender at the face of adversity. And that's the kind of that's the kind of attitude God wants you to develop. You need to be so rooted and grounded. Be so rooted and grounded in Christ that it doesn't matter what comes your way. You will be able to endure hallelujah so you need you need to be grounded you need to be grounded in the faith you need to be uh, a person that is obedient to God you need to be somebody that is obedient to the Lord okay and his word you need to be someone that develops trust in God that is going to help you to outlast whatever it is doesn't matter the storms. Doesn't matter. You won't be afraid of storms. You know what? When God told Noah to build the ark, Noah was obedient. He built the ark and he preached. The Bible calls him the preacher of righteousness. He preached and preached and preached. Nobody even, nobody paid attention to him but his family. And now after he built the ark and God instructed him you know, to, 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 to take the animals in and went in and all of that. Guess what? When, this, when the flood came, the same flood that drowned the masses was what raised Noah up. It raised him up. So when your life is well founded on obedience, what drowns other people is the same thing that will lift you up.
It will lift you up and you will be above and not beneath. So obedience is good for you. Obedience is good for your faith. Obedience is good for your relationship with God. It's good for your relationship with God. Amen. Hallelujah. So, I don't know about you, but I just want to work on my foundation again. We have a book. We call it the Purple Book. You know, um, uh, Every Nation um, Resources. The Purple Book is a book that helps you to establish and to get grounded in biblical foundations. And I'll recommend that book to you. Go search for it and go through it. It helps you to be well founded in the basics of Christianity. This is the time to work on your foundation again. Go back. There are foundational doctrines. You know, foundational doctrine, faith towards God. You know, repentance. Yes. And uh, uh, you, 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 you need to be established in those things. You know, the doctrine of laying on of hands. You know, uh, resurrection. Um, eternal judgment. All these things you need to be well established and grounded in these truths. You need to be well grounded in these truths. Why? Because if you are not well grounded, somebody will come with some, one wind will blow. Because winds also speak of doctrines. Bible talks about winds of doctrines. One wind will just blow and then you will move. You don't know when you've been, you've, you've, You've moved out of your place in the spirit because of a wind that blew. So many people have lost their place in the spirit because they were not um, rooted and grounded. So I want you to be rooted and grounded in Christ. Be rooted and grounded in the faith. Be rooted and grounded in the word of God. So that nothing will move you. Nothing will move you. You become immovable. Hallelujah. Yes. Become like Mount Zion. When the enemy throws discouragement at you, you just stand firm. Yes. He throws confusion at you. You stand strong. And you say, I might not understand it, but I'm still standing. Hallelujah. I'm still standing. The... the the, 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 the enemy might throw persecution at you. You're still standing. Yes. People might say things. People might accuse you wrongly. You still stand. You keep standing. That is what I'm talking about. And that's what God wants for you. Alright. I'm going to pray for you right now. And I want you to trust God. I want you to be rooted and grounded. Grounded in the love of God. Grounded in the faith. Grounded in the word of God. Father, I thank you for my brother, my sister watching this broadcast. Lord, I pray, O oh Father, for their foundation. Let it be strong. Help them, O oh Father. Show them what to do. Show them areas of their foundation that are weak. Areas that are shaky. Areas, O oh Father God, where they have become unstable. Lord, I speak stability to those areas. In the name of Jesus. Give them the wisdom to build wisely. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise and I give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen.
Now, if you're watching this and you want to give your life to Jesus, I will pray for you right now. I will pray with you. I just want you to repeat this after me. If you repeat after me, then I'll pray for you after that. Okay? You want to give your life to Jesus. Just say this after me. Say, Dear Jesus, I thank you for going to the cross for me. I believe that you rose from the dead on the third day to give me life. Now I confess you as my Lord and my Savior. Come into my heart. Make me a new person. Thank you, Lord. Forgive my sins. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Now I want to pray for you, Father. I pray for I pray for this person, my brother, my sister, whoever has prayed this prayer. Lord, I ask for the new creation to dawn upon them, the reality of the new creation. I speak that over their lives. Let your kingdom come upon them. Oh, Father, let it manifest in their lives. In the name of Jesus, I break every power of sin. I break every power, every power of the enemy over their lives. And I speak freedom. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for watching this broadcast. And I, I, I trust that you're sharing the word, sharing the word with people. And may God bless you. We'll be here again same time next week. All right. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.